Honey, you're ruining our kid with Jarlath and Tina, a Go Loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by Buy Me. The only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour. Shop the full range of grocery products handpicked by your Buy Me personal shopper. T's and C's apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid with me, Jarlath Regan, uh, the novice, the, the <laughs> man who really is potentially ruining his kid <laughs> and Tina myself the the child behaviourist person with the expertise and there's 20 years in the business Tina there's yeah. nothing she hasn't seen we're getting emails from you guys every single week a sack full of emails this week so many emails and I'm getting through them I really have to stress for people to nudge me if I haven't got back to them because it's hard to know which ones I'm not great at keeping an out system them, I am trying but I, I'm worried that someone I there's someone in there I haven't but yesterday was so funny we were at this incredible event uh, with these in- insanely amazing humanitarian lawyers mm. and this incredibly incredible woman I'm so excited to be talking to these people is talking to me and she starts opening up about her kids and then Jarlath mentions to her my job and straight away she was like oh, no, no. <laughs> and I felt terrible for her and I was like no 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 you don't get it I, I, I'm i not about the judgement I completely get we're all surviving this stuff <laughs> the, the, the goes, terror on her face the she absolute terror her method with her kid is to go it's this or uh, this you yeah, know give them want, options do you want a bag of sweets or an apple um, and they'll say the bag of sweets and she's yeah. like well I don't have a bag of sweets so I guess Here's you're having an the apple. apple which I was laughing at <laughs> I thought that's hilarious way. and then Jared was like well you know this is Tina's area and yeah, her Tina's face Tina's and she's like oh god yeah she couldn't <laughs> what? and I was like no 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 that is absolutely not what we do and I was then explaining on the podcast I was like you can give me anyone else's child I can help you <laughs> But I struggle with my own child because yeah. we all struggle we with all our do. own children. But it was so like somebody saying, uh, you know, I've been scamming the uh, tax man <laughs> for years. And uh, <laughs> me turning going, yeah, Tina works for the revenue. Yeah, that is what it was like. <laughs> she was like, yeah. no, oh God, the yeah. cops are here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she really was. And it was so funny because then we had that amazing event. And then later on, Gerald had a comedy show and they were there and she was still a bit traumatized. I was like, seriously, I did not judge you. I was laughing. I thought it was very funny what you said. Every time so I walk good. into the office here, I always find Tina with the uh, phone in hand doing a voice voice note to a different emailer. That's how it works. You email honey, you're ruining our kid at gmail.com. Tina reads the situation. She might back and forth with you on email, but she'll always get back to you with one of these voice notes because let's yeah. face it, text can be misinterpreted. Yeah, well, I'm you won't s- get the tone oh God, of what she's I'm, saying. I'm so worried about any kind of text and how people might read it. <laughs> but at the moment, I'm getting like so many toileting questions that I, yeah. I, I'm so confused myself because they're all so individual yeah. and they've all already started toilet training. So it's like, if I could get in there before, with mm. the advice before you start. But when it's already started, it's much more stressful and it's much more individualized. And I'm having to come up with a separate plan for each child. Mm. Well, they're also different. What's on the agenda today, Tina? What questions are we looking at? Well, we have, why can't I remember? We have another period question, actually. We have a sleepwalking question. A sleepwalker. sleepwalker. And I think there's another toileting question in there because we have had a, a million toileting questions in the last while. Yeah. Everyone out there seems to be struggling with their child. And if I could just say one thing, if you haven't, if you're listening and you haven't started toilet training your child yet, okay, 
The one thing is you gotta make your plan before you start. First, please check that they're ready. Know that they're ready. That's gonna make a big difference. How do you mean? Just ask well, them, are you ready for this? Start talking about the toilet a little bit. See if they have any interest in the toilet. Also, it really is better if you do daytime and nighttime at the same time. You know, don't break it down into mm. things. The child will just think I need to use the toilet all, at all times. Yeah. They won't think it's different for nighttime. And that checking if they're ready for that is just checking are their nappies dry in the morning? Can they go the whole night without weeing? That makes a huge difference to your life if you haven't started already. Right. Then you're going to have to spend a few days at home in your house without leaving. You actually have to be very consistent, very military about this. You got to get a timer and you're going to tell your child every 20 minutes, we're going to the toilet today. Mm. And at some point there's going to be a wee wee in there and you're going to, you're going to see the wee wee and you're going to know what it's like to do a wee wee or a poo poo in the toilet. And every 20 minutes when the timer goes off, you sit your child in the toilet and you set the timer for one minute. You can sing a song, you can talk about silly things, you could even show them a video on your phone if it takes that to keep them on the thing. When the timer goes off, if they haven't done anything, you reset it for 20 minutes and you say, we'll be back here. We'll be back here in 20 minutes. Of course, if you feel a wee wee coming, we'll come before then. But otherwise, we're coming back and we're going to get a wee wee in the toilet today. Then I would advise you to phase that out each day. Pull the time back each time, but you've got to bring them until they connect. It, some kids will connect straight away. Other kids, it'll take four days and then all of a sudden they'll go, oh, I'm supposed to do my wee-wee in the toilet. Then also you need a portable potty because when you've had those few days at home consistently using the toilet, then you need to tell them, we do our wee-wees and poopies in the toilet all the time. Mommy does, daddy does, everyone does. And then when we're out... Whenever you need to go, I've got it. I've got you covered, okay? Because the nappies are gone. Gotta throw away those nappies. I feel awful for the parents who are like, and then we use the pull-ups when we're going out and stuff, and I'm like, you're sending so many mixed messages. You're telling your child you don't trust them. They're not going to trust themselves. And I know it sounds so incredibly scary, and I'm going on a lot no. here, but I just feel like if you haven't toilet totally changed your child yet, I'm sorry I sound so gross. I'm a little bit sniffly today. Don't do it until you know exactly what your plan is first, because they are relying on you mm, to lead this. Follow. And it is so much harder. Like all these emails I'm getting at the moment, it is so much harder on these poor parents because they didn't maybe know if the child was ready yeah, yet. They need clarity. They didn't have a plan. They didn't yeah. know you try and do nighttime and daytime all at the same time. Get rid of the nappies. There can't be an option. Your kids are so clever. Mm -hmm. They work you out. Our kids are so cute. They have us completely worked out. Hmm. Don't let there be options for them to be like, ah, she'll yeah. put the nappy back on. They can smell vagueness oh, from a mile Oh my God, they're unbelievable. If you're iffy on something, they also smell the the relation who will give them sweets. Oh my God, they have like, us all worked out. Guy. They have us all worked out. I, I re remember having them figured yeah, out. Yeah. I remember knowing... Who was the soft touch? My parents still tell this story about Mikey because Mikey was quite a cute child. <laughs> like, he was quite click. For bias. How do you say glick? Is it glick? Glick, yeah. It's an Irish and, word meaning um, street smart. Yeah, me and Jar were, were so onto it, but we couldn't get people to believe us. And we were like, well, Jenna, he will work you out. And when he was tiny, 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 like he was a very early talker because I yeah. spoke to him all the time. I don't remember Mikey not talking, no, to be honest. No, he was just always yammering on. And I think he was like 10 months, 11 months old. 
and he wanted an ice cream. And I was staying in my parents' house that night. You must have been away at a gig or something. And I was like, no, Mike, you're not having an ice cream. Mm, you, haven't too had, you haven't had your lunch or oh, something yeah. like that. He was only 11 months old. He shouldn't eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> he was in his grandparents' house. He knew all rules were out the window. And he said to me, mommy, do your makeup. In the bathroom. Yeah, do your makeup. And I was like. So he's sitting in the high chair. High chair. He's 11 months old. It's already terrifying that our child was yeah. there. And I, I was like, I said to my parents, oh, watch this. And then I went out to the hall and I stood and he waited. And then he goes, now, ice cream. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, it is unbelievable how clever a babies are. Criminal genius. Oh, yeah. 11 but my old. parents bring that up all the time because it frightened them. They got a fright, you know, they were like, holy shit, he's a baby. I was delighted. <laughs> okay, so um, obviously this is episode 29 and we've been having so much fun recording this. I mean, I actually love it. Like yeah. people ask me, how are you pulling up with Jarlet? But I really enjoy this time with you, Jarlet. <laughs> do people say that? People do say that. Yeah, mostly my friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 23 years, 29 episodes. We're doing great. But um, we've been like throughout this course of these 29 episodes, people have been in touch wondering could they sponsor the show? And we haven't found the right fit up mm-hmm. until this week. Yeah. We're really excited because Buy Me got in touch and I had not heard about Buy Me. And then I looked into them and I was like, oh my God, this couldn't be a better fit for us because not just a fit for our show. It fit for my life. <laughs> Since we moved home from England, I have not been able to figure out online grocery in Ireland. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. And then this company called Buy Me get in touch and they're like, we can guarantee you your groceries within the day in Ireland from done stores. Because in as of, little as an hour. Yeah. This is bananas. As far as I can see, there's no way of getting groceries from done stores unless you ring them. Like that was what you had to do. I was like, I'm not ringing done stores. Uh, you know, <laughs> so much of our podcast is about diminishing stress yeah. on your part yeah. as a parent. And if anything is going yeah. to diminish your stress, not having to go to the feckin' supermarket yeah. constantly. I hate going to the shop. So I'm really excited. I'm hoping that you guys will be excited too. And to celebrate it, they've given us an offer code. So if you download their app and you put Honey 10. Honey 10. That's the offer code yeah. into the app. Yeah. You get a little discount for uh, yourself. I'm, I'm Tina and Jar. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I'm I'm really excited. I think this is going to be a good fit for us. Yeah. And, let us know uh, how you get let on. Let us know how you get on. We, we want to hear yeah. how, how much this is reducing your stress. Yeah. And being able to do that in the day is just crazy. So welcome I, aboard. Yeah. Welcome by aboard me. by me. Um, we have to go to question number one straight away. Our 11-year-old, Tina and Jar. Our 11-year-old boy has started sleepwalking. And it's a nightmare. No pun intended. We don't know what to do. Okay. We found him downstairs, wandering the halls, walking around his room. It's very frustrating because he's definitely asleep. Any advice would be really helpful. We've picked up a couple of books, but we'd just love to hear what Tina thinks on this. Okay. Well, I mean, sleep issues like this are really frightening, aren't they? Because you know... Something else is manifesting and it's coming out in the night. Really? Yeah. Well, there's, it's a stress. This person, you're feeling stress, you're not dealing with it, and it comes out in your sleep. See, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Well, I am a sleepwalker. I haven't slept walk in a long time. But if I am very, very, very stressed out, I will sleepwalk. And it probably does run in families. I wonder, are the parents, one of the parents sleepwalkers here too? Mm, I was but, a sleepwalker as a kid as well. Were you a sleepwalker yeah. as a kid? Like, like 
full stepbrothers. Oh, wow. Like, downstairs making food. Oh, well, you know that. That was you as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I lived with my lovely friend Fiona, I would wake up during the night and there would be food in my bed and I'd have <laughs> made a toasty. But like, how did I do that in my Wild sleep? sleep? And my worst thing I did was I used to ring people. And only my friend Andrea got in touch with me to be like, why did you ring me last night to say, go fuck yourself? And I was like, what? And then I had to check my phone every day because I was ringing people. I didn't even know that well in my sleep and abusing them. Yeah, Mm. really angry. So I had to get my friends I was living with at the time to take my phone for me. So yeah, anyway, that's all about me. I'm so sorry. Sleep issues are terrifying. What do we know? We know you cannot wake your child up. While they're... While they're... No. You direct them back to bed, you cozy them in, you tell them they're safe. Do not wake them up. That's not okay. All right? They can talk with you when they're asleep. We know that. Mm. But don't wake them up. Just Why get them. not? Well, I don't think it's, it's supposed to be very bad for them. They can startling. wake up very confused and angry or rational and, or frightened. Ah. So just get them back to bed. That's easily enough done. And then you have to think about ways to help them cope with whatever it is that is coming out at nighttime. Talking to you at 11 years old is probably not going to happen. These 11-year-old kids and 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds don't, I don't know, they're not great at opening up, are they? Mm. Not a lot of the time. No, not a lot I of the mean, time. I mean, the fact that this is manifesting this way is probably proof yeah. of it. Yeah. Is there anything, like, outside of this, so talk about it, try and get to the bottom of it, try, well, and, try yeah. and bring them around. But, like, is there is there a possibility that there's something bigger, like, medically going on? There could be, but what I sometimes think is that we put all this effort into the bedtime regime when they're babies and they're toddlers. And then all of a sudden they're six, seven, eight and we're like, and you pop now, read your book, off you go to sleep. But actually... Or not even read your book. Just We've just finished watching yeah, TV. go to sleep, yeah. Whereas actually they need the same prep. Uh, prep, definitely. They need to feel relaxed. So I think like we're a little bit stricter about this in our house in that we... We make sure Mikey has like an hour window before sleep. And he's a bit older now, so it's actually easier to do that. Where no screens. No screens, my goodness. Uh, Hopefully a diary entry, getting out whatever he can in his safe place. I would suggest this for this family too, uh, that you don't read because they're too old now. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then reading a book or doing a meditation. These sleep meditations are amazing. There's so many of them to choose from now. You can literally get anyone you like. Find the one that fits. Michelle Sanctuary. I love Michelle Sanctuary. This is my Michelle Sanctuary. I tried Michelle Sanctuary. Mikey didn't like Michelle Sanctuary. This is Michelle Sanctuary. I love it. She'd be like, I'm not a doctor. doctor. (laughs) Um, But it's like Michelle Sanctuary gets me to sleep all the time. Yeah. Um, But like, when I say something deeper, I obviously have a story here about. He's not really a friend, but a kind of a work acquaintance who had a oh, very yeah. severe sleepwalking situation oh, God, yeah. into I his twenties. Yeah, yeah. Well, where these things can get really he, out of control. Yeah, he was sleepwalking to a ridiculous extent, where mm. he was living out the dreams that he was having, including there was a missile. He says he could vividly remember the dreams. Oh my God! A missile heading for his room. The coordinates were him. So in his dream, there was all these military generals going, Mike, it's you. You're the reason we're all going to die. So he jumps through the window Charlie, of this, his hotel. This is a terrible room. story for this mom. 
Well, I can tell you, it gets to the bottom of it. Yeah. And there's a okay. great show to watch about it. <laughs> okay. uh, he jumps through the window of his hotel room. Oh, my God. Lands in, wakes up in a cornfield running from the hotel. Oh, my God. He has to literally turn around with the shards of blood and or bl- glass in him, go back to reception and go, can I have a room key for, you know, two, four, six? Because he was only one one floor oh. up, luckily. Uh, bottom line was that his brain wasn't producing enough of the chemical that paralyzes you when you're asleep. Oh, that my God. That was the issue. I didn't know that. So the issue is that when you go to sleep, and the other way when you wake up and you can nearly can't get your body to move, it's because there's this chemical that your brain releases that keeps you still. Whoa. He wasn't producing it so and still doesn't. Wow. So the way he goes to sleep now, and hopefully this is not the case for this mom, is that he has to wear a zip up uh, no yeah he wears no. a full on sleeping bag too bad and the fine motor movement of having to unzip it wakes him oh okay so that's oh, how wow. well then you know because I was just going to say we need to break the cycle the habit has formed of this kid getting up during the night mm. so I was going to say try and adopt these practices of the diary writing the meditation or the reading the book the very calm night light in the room all these things and then if basically now, if that doesn't work, if you don't break the cycle within a week, I would think maybe you do need to go to the doctor. Yeah. Well, you frightened well, me, darling. Extremely, also extremely hard for a doctor to figure it out. But I wonder, um, like, I do think that Tina's method is going to work because yeah. all yeah. of us, even parents listening to this, like how many of you listen to this now? Your method of going to sleep is scroll on your phone until the battery I runs know, out. I know. We're all in a terrible habit. the worst not- way. We're absolutely not doing like we all need to read a book. We all need to be really calm and centered. She's saying this and she is the prime offender. Well, well, (laughs) you can't say that to me because I will literally fall asleep anywhere at any time. When I'm talking. Yeah. (laughs) During this podcast, mostly I fall asleep. (laughs) I can't talk to Tina for an extended period of time. Even when we're doing this podcast, you're yawning because yeah. of the hypnotic effect of my dulcet <laughs> But toys. I have friends who listen to your podcast to get to sleep because your voice is so calming. And I always find that I'm a bit weird. I'm never sure whether to take offense to this. I'm always a bit weird. I'm like, so you fall asleep with my husband's yeah. voice in get, here? <laughs> let, get your, bottom line, get to this mom, get your parent to listen to Irish Man Abroad interviews. <laughs> your child, and, yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, it's breaking this cycle. So hopefully that works. He might just be afraid in the room. Mm. We don't know. This is a very strange age. Also, the video games they're playing, my God, if they're playing them too much, they are going to close their eyes and they're going to be in that game again. So You mentioned the diary and the diaries come up quite a bit on this show. The diaries are super helpful. Eleven, they're going to be writing some funny ass stuff as well. Yeah. Like, I remember my diary from Eleven and I still look back on it. It was Mm. a fabulous read. I remember your diary (laughs) from Eleven and Twelve too, because I remember staying in your house one day, your face. You were not meant to read. <laughs> You're right. I remember staying in your house one time. and, and no, uh, <laughs> you didn't. I didn't. Hey, Richard. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this is the biggest betrayal. <laughs> well, after that uh, betrayal that I've just lived through. I mean, ah, come on. We this... both remembered that we read them together. Remember, we laughed. Come on, Derek, don't make me sound like Marvel. No, you said you read my 11-year-old once. I know. I think I think I got the ages mixed up or something. She's <laughs> just Who keeps them by their bed? Now. 
<laughs> yeah, no, there's absolutely no way my parents haven't read them by now. But the other thing is, the diaries are so boring. Yeah, they are. But, it, you know, it's a trust thing. If your kid is, you get your kid a diary to write in, you really can't read it. And you really can't judge them if you do. You have to be like, you know, okay, that's what yeah, they're... That's your, that's, that's your stuff. It's their pillow to scream into, yeah. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, so with that in mind, our next question is about, you know, trusting your kid, believing your kid, relying mm. on them to make the right decisions. Mm-hmm. 18 and Jar absolutely love the show. Congratulations, Jar, on the sub four marathon. It's phenomenal it achievement. Say that. I can't believe you did that. You truly are a stallion. <laughs> okay, I added the truly are a stallion of a man. But let's face it, I am. <laughs> My situation is this. My eight-year-old has a phone and I know it was too soon to give him a phone but it had to be done because of his older siblings. It was causing so much stress in the house that we eventually relented on the understanding that he would be responsible and wouldn't watch things he shouldn't watch. We talked at length about what's dangerous, what you can't unsee on the Mm -hmm. internet and why he needs to be vigilant and bring the phone to us if anything like that crops up in his timeline or algorithm. Yes, we have talked to him about algorithms. I thought we were in safe territory, but then the other day he mentioned something in conversation that really was a red flag to me. And I wondered, has he watched something on that phone that he shouldn't? So I went to the internet history. All of it has been deleted. Oh God. Another red flag. Now, I understand fully that by putting the phone in his hand, I was bringing this into our life. So I feel tremendous guilt Mm -hmm. and can't really talk to my husband about it. I wonder, could you advise me on where to go next with this potentially serious situation? Well, I mean, I feel terrible for this woman because it was too young. Eight-year-olds shouldn't have phones. I mean, they don't technically need them until they're in secondary school. Mm. I mean, I know... Especially if you if you don't maybe eight is too young if you don't have the restrictions in place like there is ways and means of yeah. doing that. No, eight is definitely too young. I think in year six they kind of make them get phones. The horse has left class. the stable. Too. Yeah, no, I know. I feel terrible for her because I'd imagine she does feel guilty she knows because that her now, kid yeah. is way too young. Um, Woder, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how to delete my own internet history. <laughs> yeah, you were the Hillary Clinton of this uh, family. Yeah. They're like, what's email? And uh, no, Tina, you, you make out that you're not internet savvy. No, I know what it is. I know that if I didn't have you to fix all my internet problems, I'd be brilliant. But I'm just like, Jar, what the hell? will fix it. Jar will fix it. Get the handyman. Jar is brilliant at this. He loves it. <laughs> so, so the situation is, yeah, she has heard him say something that worried her. Yeah. So she doesn't well, know for fair sure. Fair play to her for even noticing yeah, that. Having years the, yeah, having Yeah, Like, I mean, that's where we all fall down. We just don't, we're not listening. She yeah. was listening, so well done there. And uh, I mean, you're going to have to take the phone and put whatever security you can put in it. Like, what can she do, Jar? I don't understand these things. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't get experience in deleting my internet history. <laughs> I wouldn't know either. You know. <laughs> and what would I have to hide? Let's be honest. All of my okay, now internet I'm getting searches worried. are for sneakers, <laughs> uh, um, stand-up comedy and running. <laughs> but like, it's frightening how children know how to do all this stuff. Here's the other thing. Do there they? is a possibility that the internet history 
was automatically being deleted. Okay. For whatever reason. Okay. Um, there there could be an innocent explanation for this. Kids mm. hear mad stuff, right? Yeah. They hear mad stuff all the time, and they potentially hear it from you. Unbeknownst to yourself, you might have said something that they heard. Or it's also the algorithm isn't fair because it could be listening in and throw something up, or it can, you know, you're watching something and it suggests something yeah, else. Yeah, all I'm trying yeah. to do here is calm this mom down yeah. that there's every chance that he hasn't looked up anything and that he's just heard his older siblings. Yeah. Uh, maybe someone else showed him something. But her good feeling is important. Was, I know. He said, but clearly she's left that out for a reason. The first thing I do is turn back on the internet history. Okay. Then, then mm. from there, you'll be able to know, right, he is manually deleting this. Okay, so yeah, that's really good. he has something to hide. But like, I, I, I think it's generally a rule that if your child is still like under the, not in a teenager years, that the general rule I know among the moms and dads I'm friends with is that the child knows you're going to check their phone. Right. Mikey knows I can check his phone whenever I want. Yeah. So like, I mean, I hope that rule is in this house because if it's not, mm. it's she's well within her rights to bring it in. He's only eight. Yeah. So Tina's always talked about having this these sit downs. So yeah. you could make it like a family sit down with all of the siblings around s- internet and. Oh, that's know, a brilliant yeah. idea, Jerry. Have Good a man. sit down. Yeah. With everyone, so that have this guy doesn't think it's all about him. Oh yeah, and just you know, a general rules reminder rules of the phone. Yeah. Brilliant. I'm a tired today, sorry. Yeah. So I'm always be, saying that on the book because yeah. I'm so sorry. Have a but, sit down. Yeah. Let's set out the constitution for how we use our devices. Good idea. I'm allowed to check your device, and in that way, you know, you're safe. Yeah, these are the rules. I'm your parent. Yeah, just lead it. No apologies. Yeah, that's it. That way, I can check if you need the OS updated. If I mm. need to top up your PayPal or your uh, um, whatever Nintendo account, I can keep an eye on all of these things, and well, you know, no no harm will come. It's to also you. super important because, as we know, we've experienced this ourselves. That um, the conversations in that group end up being dealt with at school, mm. so you need to be in the know because you need that. Like yeah. ourselves, we had an email last week going, "You need to check." Generally, most all the parents, if your child has their phone at home right now, yeah, because a phone has been found in the school, and if it's mm. your kid, they are in big trouble. Yeah, and I was like, "Thank God, Mikey's phone doesn't work outside this house." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't Tina know how you've that, done that. Uh, Tina made that decision that you know the sim isn't going to be in there; mm. that it's just going to be in. A phone that works on one internet. I mean, we only have a few months left of that because once you start secondary school, you can't do that. Yeah, anymore. it's all bets are off. Yeah. Right. So that's the first thing, mm-hmm. right? Then the next thing I would say is you you may have to just accept that he's seen something, that he's going to see things. Yeah. Well, she mentioned older siblings. So that's kind of a good crutch for her. Mm-hmm. She can go to them and say, look, can you guys talk to him? Maybe he'll open up to you guys and then you come to me. Because there's more chance of him opening up to a sibling than a parent. Is there? Absolutely. Big time. Could you imagine if your older brother and sister showed an interest in you? I think it you? depends on the relationship with your siblings. Because yeah, my, my understanding is that an older sibling will grab them by the neck and go, just tell me. <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> are you imagine if she can come around it the right way. That older sibling, the little guy is going to be like, oh my God, they care about me. Think about mm. it. They're... Yeah, see, I, I, Tina, I don't want relationship you had with your siblings, but it would have been, Jared, you're getting a wedgie if you don't tell me right now what you've been up to. Really? Okay. Uh, so there would have been the threat of violence. I'm going to sit on you until you tell me, did you or did you not look up some bad shit on the also, internet? Also, another tool she has at her, her disposal here is that schools are really getting on this stuff mm. now. 
So she should go to the teacher and be like, I need your help. Mm. I need, you know, like he's not going to be the only eight year old in the class with a phone. We know that. I mean, somebody during the week told me that they just got their seven year old a phone. And that was a time when I had to hide the shock on my face because I was like, what the hell? Who is that seven year old ringing? Come on. This is a really they important They can't even email. write a sentence yet. Because if you don't get on top of it, mm. and if you know more than you said at the very top of the sh- show about clarity on the toilet drain, mm. if you do not have clarity and if you are not leading on this, mm. they are heading into the wilderness. Yeah. And well, they will stumble across, you know, Gordy Lachance and the boys are going to find dead bodies. They're going to find skeletons and all kinds of nasty stuff. Yeah. The school will help for sure because, like, we know that yeah. certain kids back when we were in England had seen things on the internet that had prevented them from sleeping oh, yeah. for months. Mm-hmm. That's true. So you are dicing with yeah. death here. And yeah. while this mom is on it, there is a chance mm. that your spidey senses or your parents' senses are tingling. Yeah. But nothing might have happened. I know at least three 14-year-olds from where we used to live who are still going to counselling over something they saw on the internet. What? And they can't sleep at night. So, so you're right, in essence, to get mm. on top of this quick, get a family meeting going. Yeah. Lay you're down saying, the rules. Lay down the rules. Yeah. Get school involved. Make sure they know I'm checking your phone every night. Yeah. Because that is your right. You're their yeah. parent. They're bloody eight. And um, get that internet history rule in. Mm. Your internet history is never to be deleted. Oh, that's a good one. I think that just has to be there. I like what you if cannot. She, if you what delete if she your doesn't internet know history, how to do it. I don't gone. know how to do it. I don't even know how to turn it off. Okay. <laughs> again, again I, I've never ever deleted my internet history, even around your birthday. I don't even know how to search internet history. <laughs> I know me, either. the internet's a mystery. I hope that's a help. I hope that I think that is a help. The internet's a mystery. <laughs> So, hi, this is our final question. There, of course, will be more over on patreon.com forward slash irishmanabroad. I'm talking ad-free, extra juicy stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe my favourite bit of the podcast happens over on Patreon oh, because we get to dig in a little bit deeper, hear back from people who have yeah. had Tina get back to them and get a follow-up on some of these cases. Cases, I love that. We're on the case. Uh, <laughs> hi, Tina and Jar. Just catching up with your podcast after seeing Jarlath on Angela Scanlon. That Keith, was fun. It, it was. Yeah. Uh, me and Keith Duffy, uh, compulsory Keith Duffy shout out each week. <laughs> Best friends still texting uh, here listening to episode two. So this person's gone right back. Mm. OK, right. Uh, toilet training. I've four kids, three brill. Last angel is five this June. <laughs> I love that. Four kids, three, brilliant. Yeah, it's like you're four, yeah. uh, three rights, four <laughs> band members. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how did Keith not remember that? Uh, great for the weeing in the toilet, this final kid. Never wets. Now, as for number two, oh, this is a plops situation. The poor guy's bum is ruined. Oh, this What's, is so normal, too. He can't so do common, it. I mean. He can't do it in the toilet. Yeah, this he's is out of nappies, mm. and I'm actually going to have to buy an underwear company soon. The amount we go through, have tried Movacol. Yeah, so that's to help with um, constipation and letting go. Rewards. Know. Okay. Threats. 
My favourite. <laughs> Everything. His brother has ASD. What's that? So it's autism spectrum disorder. Yeah. And we are heading similar way for him, I think. Any help, advice, okay. words of wisdom would be amazing, Tina. I love that she excludes me from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, congrats on the marathon. Listening to you while I train for the Cork half marathon. Oh. So thanks. Your fab stay being super good luck with the Cork half marathon. What do you say there, Tina? Well, you know, first of all, fair play getting him winging. That's really good. At least he's doing that. And also, this is so common with boys. It really is. I see it all the time. It is so hard to know why, but a lot of young boys have extreme difficulty letting go of their poo. They just don't want to, and they don't like the idea of it. And sometimes it comes down to talking about the toilet and the function of the toilet and where the poo goes and how it's okay to let go of your poo and I mean I know I bang on about that everybody poos books but that everybody poo book is like it's just explaining to your child how natural how natural this is how this thing you're doing this is your body's waste disposal you put the food in the food does its job and the bits we don't need come out of your body and that is your poo and it needs to go in the toilet yeah, and be flushed thing. away. Yeah. yeah, just explaining to them. It's really natural. Now, some This child is suffering with a bit of constipation. So that means, of course, these poos are painful experiences for him. Mm. So it's looking at his diet. How it's can really it... no laughing matter. The, no. like, the diet is the yeah. first thing, right? If you're t- yeah. wondering what's <laughs> not coming out. Well, she's having to use laxatives. So the poor child, because then it's very hard for them to control their pooing. Because it's spontaneous. It can be just all of a sudden there, because we know how those things work. I mean, we have how many, we have boxes of that stuff when you donated your kidney. Because they were. talk about this kidney donation. (laughs) But they were so worried about your bowel movement after we, we never actually needed to use them, but we had in case. Mm. And I don't know why we've held on to them for so long. But like, it really does. um, Ironic in some ways. <laughs> Such a bad joke. Can't let them go. <laughs> Can't let them go. But isn't but it I so do. strange? You know, that like little boys. That like first of all, it's really important for this mom to know this. That this is not unusual. It's I not think unusual. It was even in episode one of the show. It's so common. I see it all the time. Sometimes I've found in nursery and Montessori classrooms that sometimes the little boys just need you to hold their hand. Because there is, it is a they, because they're so afraid of letting go. It is going to hurt them because they've made it into a big deal, and just holding their hand and giving them the reassurance. Which, to be honest, I'm not actually. I do no early years teacher mm. is, but you do it because you care about these kids yeah. and you want them to be okay. Holding their hand and letting them know it's breathing. Talk mm. to them about breathing. You know, get them doing their deep breaths and all of a sudden the poo comes out and three, four times at this process where they go, "Okay, if I'm a bit more relaxed, it doesn't hurt me so much. It's going to be okay." Mm. He's basically built it up way too much in his head. And also, if maybe he has the same issue as his brother, it's way more common in children like that, too, because, again, they're not really sure of what they're feeling it's a whole they're wearing that feeling way more than the rest of us because 
um, it's what's the word I'm looking for the sensory feeling of it is much more immense so it is a bigger deal for those kids and they do need that bit more support um, I mean yeah. this is going to be really helpful for this mom because I do think that a lot of the mails that we get people email in and they think this is this is just me and that this yeah. is not yeah there's no end in sight yeah but you're saying yeah it can be something quite small oh yeah but and it will what it you will, will turn and what you see afterwards when you get on top of this pooping issue is their mood their temperament changes mm. because think about it they're holding on to their poo that takes such concentration they're not in good form yeah they're very quick to temper a lot of the kids you'll come across in your classroom who have behavioral issues also have toileting issues and you can get into like there's always a reason behind every behavior you get to the bottom of it you can help this kid so much so like i do think there's hope i think it's really must be quite bad if she's having to use laxatives Mm. he's really holding on to it so maybe going to the toilet like how does she have the time for that i mean she's got four kids Mm, so there's all these tricky things but if she can go oh sorry that was my chair if she can go with him to the toilet Hold his hand. Tell him it's going to be okay. I know this hurts. Talk about all the feelings. I know you're afraid it's going to hurt you. It might hurt. Mommy's here. I've got your hand. You squeeze my hand. Mommy will take the pain for you. Let's focus on our breathing. Just get him to do it a few times. A few successes where it doesn't hurt so much for him to let it go. You'll move through this really well. This is such mm. romantic talk. You know, you know really but I I just, I'm so used to talking about You poos. really are. <laughs> like, <laughs> you really are the poo expert. You know? I mean, and I do think sometimes in this age group, singing that song, Everybody Poos. I mean, it is a book, but I made it into a song. And then children are laughing about it and they're just, it's in their head. I'm not the only person. And, mm. you know, empathizing with, yeah, sometimes it hurts me to go toilet too. I mean, that's why we don't hold on to our poos. The longer you hold it, the harder it's going to feel when it comes out of your body bottom and that's what hurts you so let's when we feel like we need to go to the toilet and do our poo let's just know that that is our body getting rid of the things we do not need we have these special toilets and then we get to flush it away and say so long poo i wonder could she bring the half marathon into this because there's Mm. so much poo chat among runners yeah she could make it that mommy's working on this too that i have to do a poo before i go for my run Really? Yeah, no, you've. This is what I was How do you whole, make yourself go poo? Well, it's the whole calculation. Like, I only preparing knew one for the marathon. person who could ever do that, a boy no, from college. You, you learn your system, right? Sonia's always talking about it. It's like, you know how much time. Like, I said it to you in London. I was like, the day before, I was like, no, I have to get up at this time because I've timed it. This is when I'm going to need to go. No way. Yeah, I, like, I said it to you at dinner, and I was like, I don't want to talk about it at dinner, but. This is why we need to get up. I at don't this think time. I really clicked you what you were listening, what but you like, were talking about. W- this would be helpful for this mom too <laughs> for her half marathon. You you are working on your poo too, mom, and mm. you need to be ready to explain to them that like, hey, I'm working on two here. Yeah, empathize, no shame here. empathizing helps so much. You empathize yeah. with your kid, you listen, and then you empathize. They just feel heard mm. and i'm always trying to remind myself of that too yeah. god they have to feel heard feeling heard just like i'm always saying to jarlet don't try and fix my problem just listen to it and if any girls like jarlet's always friends with girls girls love jarlet and i'm like don't try and fix their problems just listen they don't mm. want you to fix it they just want it to be heard yeah i i, I don't know i hear that <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> <Alice>. <laughs>
That's our show for this week. Of course, there's more. There's always more over on Patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad. If you want to support the show, support what we're doing and hear bonus episodes, extra content, ad-free episodes every single week of this podcast, Sonia Sullivan's podcast, Marion McKeown, and the big interview with Roz Purcell that's coming out this weekend. Come on over patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad. What are we going to be talking about over there, Tina? Well, to, um, this week we're actually going to be talking about a lady who got in touch who's part of the Together for Safety campaign. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll I hear do. all about that. Yeah. And are we hearing back from somebody who you've replied to? Well, we have a few people that have been getting back in touch, but they're all ongoing things. So oh, we might. Okay. So we you might do some general yeah. chat about what you've been getting. Yeah. What's, what's the most common stuff you're seeing? Toilets, toilets, toilets. Toilets, toilets, toilets. Toilets, 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 toilets. Okay, and I might put a couple of questions to uh, Tina that I have rattling around and in, in my head. And I hate when you, you do that. Tina I hates hate surprises, it. but it's where it. the real talk happens over yeah, on patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Irishman Abroad. By me are our sponsor. We're well, so happy to have them. Yeah. If you want to reduce your parenting stress, stop going to the bleeding supermarket for the big shop mm-hmm. and use Buy Me with the offer code HONEY10. Download the Buy Me app. Uh, use the offer code HONEY10 get 10% off on us on Tina and Jar we're sorting you out this week welcome aboard by me uh, great to have them and Tina thank you so much for this episode thank you Jar I love you love you too love you Honey you're ruining our kid with Jarlath and Tina a go loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by by me the only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour don't forget, use code HONEY10 for €10 Euro off your first order. T's and C's apply.